Hi, Sally. Hey, Tyler. Hi, listeners. Hi, listeners. <laughs> Welcome to A Year Ago Today. It's our podcast. Our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm so excited. I know. Me too. Ah. What's the best thing that's happened to you since we last recorded, which was 24 hours ago? So much good stuff has happened. <laughs> ah. Um, I've had some huge, like, epic downloads around my work, so that's exciting. But uh, I think, like, the most fun and exciting thing is last night, Matt had a friend over, his friend Sebastian, and they were playing Mario Kart, and I wanted to, like, hang out with them, but I didn't want to play Mario Kart, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was, like, sitting on the couch, and I decided to download that game that you were talking about, that Oprah game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, like, a cross between Candy Crush and Jeopardy. Or not yes. Jeopardy. Candy Crush Wheel and Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where you have to solve the puzzles. So right, right. I was, like, getting really into it, and I, I had done, you know, it's, like, addicting. So I had done, like, however many, eight levels or whatever. And then this screen pops up with this little green triangle, and it says, it says, growth complete. And it's, like, raining green <laughs> glitter down. And I was like, ah, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately thought of of Sonia and that episode and how we kept being like, where's my glitter? And it's like, no mm-hmm. one's ever going to tell you, like, good job, your growth is complete. <laughs> but that came up on my phone and I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. And, like, the feeling inside me was just like, <laughs> was like, yes, I nailed it. My growth is done. And then it's like, I don't actually want my growth to be done, but... Anyway, so I was down, or I was playing that Oprah game, and that happened, and I was like, this is the best thing ever. (laughs) That's pretty good stuff. Also, Matt and I just had some homemade hot chocolate, and we were, like, sitting in the living room having hot chocolate and looking at the Christmas tree and eating cookies. So That's delicious. That was a really, really, really great thing that happened. That's all good stuff. What's the best thing that's happened? Oh, sorry. I'm talking over you. That's okay. Yes. It's all good (laughs) stuff. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, what about you? Uh, the best thing that's happened to me is I had a really lovely evening last night. I went to two back-to-back yoga classes with my favorite teacher. Every time she teaches back-to-back, I go to both because I mm. am obsessed with her and I want to be her friend. Mm. Um, Why don't you just tell her that? We'll see. I don't know. I get really <laughs> nervous in front of her. <laughs> oh, why? I don't know. I just like want her to be my friend so badly. <laughs> Um, so yes, I did that. And then I came home and I like, whatever, I had like food and stuff. And then I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch Home Alone because we had just Mm. released our holiday episode. So I I was still thinking about all the music and the movies. And so I Mm -hmm. watched Home Alone and it is the best movie. Oh my God. I think you should say what you told me about how sweet he is. What was the thing he said? Oh my God. He's so sweet. I was freaking out because in the part where he's like saying his prayer before his meal, I had paid attention to the part where he's like, oh, you know, like, uh, like, whatever, like, thank you for this dinner or like, bless this dinner or whatever. But he says something like, bless this is like microwavable macaroni and cheese dinner and like the people who sold it on sale or something like that. And I was like, (laughs) that is the cutest (laughs) thing I've ever heard. You're such a sweetheart. It was too good. I was like, this is the best. This is just the best. Kevin is a really sweet kid. And every time I watch that movie, I I mean, maybe I should watch it again because I've been trying to release judgment. But I always look at the mom and I'm like, she is the worst mom ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty, like... I was when I when it came to the end, I was like, this was not written by a woman, which it wasn't. It was written by John Hughes. But it was really uh-huh. funny because it's like, she's just like... <laughs> she is the worst mom, but it, I think it's because it was written by not a mom. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, no, wo- like I would no be woman sobbing would ever by the time. Act that way. <laughs> yeah, and like by the time that you that she's reunited with Kevin, like I would be sobbing. <laughs> but yeah. she's just like, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that's not yeah. how it would be a little a little bit more emotionally fraught. Yeah, but she does. Well, and have, that's like, she's some just like angry things. and annoyed the whole movie. And yeah. I guess you could be like, well, that's her panic manifesting, <laughs> blah blah blah. Anyway, yeah. we're not here to talk about her. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I'm like so excited to have our guest today because I'm so obsessed with her. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. 
<laughs> We're both just like taking deep breaths. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, She's just waiting in the wings like, all right, I you guys need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So our guest this week is Caitlin Edgar. Hi, Caitlin. Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So for a little bit of context, Caitlin is a powerhouse intuitive coach and I have been working with her since January of 2016 inside of a program that she created called Angels of Intuition. Um, so that's just to give you a little bit of context on who she is. So but before we dive in, Caitlin, I want to invite you to close your eyes and take a deep breath and start feeling into where you were a year ago today. And when you get really grounded and centered in that energy, let us know in one word how you were feeling. You know that one word is always the hardest thing for me, right? <laughs> I know, but I believe in you. You could have a lot more words later. It's just one I... word to start. <laughs> I was feeling excited. Mm. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one year ago today, Caitlin was beginning a four-day giveaway. Was it via Facebook? Yeah, it was maybe four, maybe five days. Like a four a or five day yeah. giveaway um, in honor of celebration of her birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so tell us, why did you decide, what is it about your birthday that made you want to give stuff away? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Well, first off, birthdays are the best ever. Like someone has a birthday, like everything needs to stop. And everyone needs to celebrate the birthday. I love birthdays. Like, they're my favorite. They're my favorite, favorite, favorite. Mm. (laughs) My birthday is one of the best days ever. (laughs) And um, I was super excited to be able to to give some of that, like, birthday energy out to my community. So that's why I was feeling really excited. And, yeah, I'll stop there. (laughs) I feel like you have another question. Yeah, I was going to ask, what kind of things were you giving away? Yeah, so I was giving away, oh yeah, this is fun. I was giving away, okay, so every day leading up to my birthday, I had like a a different giveaway. So the first one was I was giving away a channeled message from your angels and guides, and I think I was giving like a few of those. So not like an in-person session, but like a channeled message that I would type up and give to the winners. So that was like the first day. The second day I was giving, I think like a really, really big discount on um, my Meet Your Spirit team sessions, like a huge discount. And I was giving up to like um, three of those. Plus I was giving away a crystal bracelet that I created. So that was really exciting. And then I, th- I, I feel like, oh, and then the fourth or the third day was another day of giving away channeled messages. Those are so much fun to give. Mm-hmm. Like who doesn't, who doesn't want one of those, right? Nope. Um, and then on the last day, I was giving away three sessions to like three sessions with me, one-on-one sessions. So that was really exciting. That's what I knew of at the time anyways. That was like as far as my um, known plan went. Mm-hmm. And well, so tell us, tell us what happened. <sighs> so much magic happened. So, <laughs> okay. So on, okay. So I think we need to back up a little bit. <clears throat> Can we go like back a few months to kind of catch people up to like where things had been for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take us wherever you want to take us. Okay. I trust you with my life. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So let's go back to like like September or, or October-ish area. So I was doing a launch for my business and um, I was doing one-on-one work at that time. And um, I had gotten some new clients, but not as many as I had wanted. And I was feeling confused and discouraged. <clears throat> and um, I needed to go through a big like healing phase within myself. So I was doing that work that I needed to do. And um and that lingered on all the way through October, November, and right into December. I was kind of like, hey, I don't know what's going on with my business. Like, 
I'd already been, you know, had a good amount of success. I've helped a lot of people. And for some reason, I wasn't connecting with the people who I was meant to be supporting. And um, so I was, I was feeling a lot of feels around that. <clears throat> so then what ended up happening is I came up with this idea that I was going to do this birthday giveaway. I was kind of detached from the idea of, you know, getting clients or anything. I was just pretty stoked on having an awesome birthday and giving away some of that energy that was coming through and all the gifts because it's so much fun. So then when I get into like the second day of the giveaway, so like the 17th of December, so two days before my birthday, I was in meditation in the morning and I got this very clear guidance and download that I'm supposed to actually create a group program and it's supposed to have a retreat, which I had never done before. And it's supposed to be this like really intimate, very special experience for all of these women, these women who would maybe be one-on-one -on -one clients, but were actually supposed to be working with me in this like very magical group container, this sisterhood. So I was like freaking out first off. I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. That feels like a big deal. I've never done it before and all these things. But like at this point, I was kind of like, well, I'm just going to go with the flow and like whatever guidance comes through, I'm going to take action on it. So I like reached out to my support system and kind of like checked in with my coach and I was like, is this doable? She's like, yep. <laughs> so I took a deep breath. I was like, can I actually do this thing? She's like, you were made for that. And... Yeah. Okay. So then I feel like I need to like stop again and take a pause. So that was on the 17th. So I got the idea on the 17th, which was like scary, petrifying, but also like super, super exciting. Yeah. So on the 15th, you decided you were going to give some stuff away because you're the best person in the world and you're <laughs> like love doing stuff like that. It's so fun. So that was just like the 15th. And then the 17th, you have this huge, huge, huge inspiration. Okay. Yeah. It was big. It was like it was a big amount of energy to come through mm -hmm. and all okay. like at one moment. So then what? <laughs> okay. So then I started like, okay, I don't know if, you know, in, in case if anyone's not familiar with like, if they don't have their own business or whatever. So to kind of like make up a program and go through like the pricing and the numbers and all of this jazz, like in one day or like two days, it's almost like reworking the whole business plan. So I kind of like, went to work to figure out like how do I need to make this happen like kind of like the more practical side of things and then I kept playing with all the people in my in my group that I was giving these gifts away and like having a lot of fun with all of that 18th came around and I kind of put the idea out there I was like hey just curious would anyone really really love this amazing sisterhood with this retreat and like you're gonna learn all these magical things like channeling angels and guides and becoming a coach and all this stuff and I put that out there and I got such a huge response like people were like oh my god <laughs> like this is what I've been dreaming of tell me more tell me more and mm. I was kind of like holy shit I was kind of <laughs> like I was like whoever was around me was like holy shit you guys this is happening you know and um I actually felt this really wild moment I was in a coffee shop where like this wave of energy came through me and it like it literally this might sound freaky but it's not this is actually what happened it literally shifted me from one reality into another it was like hopping universes like a, into a parallel mm. universe where it was like boom okay I'm no longer in the universe where this is a maybe or a possibility this is already done and it's happening mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was like a full body knowing you know yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so powerful. And I know. So, that keeps happening to me and it's oh my blowing God. my mind. It's amazing. And it's so exciting because then you're like, oh shit, it's really going down. Wait, <laughs> like, can I tell you that? Reals. I had a moment like that today. <gasps> tell me more. I mean, so I've been having these, I think both of you know already, but I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. I've been having these flashes of inspiration and... It's just, not just, I don't want to minimize it. <laughs> um, what's happening is I'm going from 
from having like a very distant theoretical understanding of concepts around the law of attraction and around the way mm. energy works to like having a deep internalized understanding. But it keeps happening to me over and over and over and over. And I have been sending myself text messages and and recording voice memos. And it's my intention to like put all of that together at some point. And it's like, I don't know yet what the thing I'm building is. Uh, but it's definitely something. Mm-hmm. And it comes through so strongly and so powerfully that that it like you know, like makes my heart beat fast and it makes me like need to hold on to something so I don't fall over. And the other day that was happening on the train and Matt was next to me and he looked at me and he goes, you know, it's a book, right? Hmm. And I was like, what? And he goes, all of those texts you're sending yourself and voice memos you keep recording, it's a book. And so that was really cool because to see him stand in his knowing, which is new, Hmm. Um, so that was really fun. And then today we were on the train again and something came through and I was texting myself, but I was, I was hearing myself say it in my head at the same time. And I was like, the energy behind like the vocal delivery of this is also really important. And I was feeling the book. And then all of a sudden this other energy just came like zooming into my body. And I was like, oh my God, it's a book and it's a talk. Like, I don't know if it's like a Ted talk or like a, I don't know, but I like felt myself somewhere on stage giving this talk and it was just like I felt it I was like this it's not even like you said it's not even like oh maybe maybe I'll do this someday I was like no this is happening in some reality somewhere right now because I can feel it Mm -hmm. amazing I know that's what happened to me today (laughs) that's great I got full body chills when you were saying that it's amazing it's like I don't know you talk about that knowing and I'm just finding more and more that it's like a bodily thing Mm -hmm. yeah and I feel like it happens like it's like this tipping point it's like speaking of like the law of attraction and like you know if we're going into like the energetics of it it's like we're working through these like beliefs and layers of energy that are you know not aligned with with this this vision this reality and then all of a sudden there's like this tipping point where it's like and it's just like whoa it's happening you know and it starts in the body it starts in the body and one other thing I really wanted to call attention to is that for me it also often is very closely tied to giving and Mm. um you know you were in a space where you were like I want to just give some of this energy away Mm mm-hmm And then it's almost like the universe is like, oh, you want to give really incredible things to people? Well, here's something (laughs) to give them. And then you're like, oh, my God, I just received something so big because you were so in that energy of wanting to deliver value. So you receive something of even bigger value so that you can give it away. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Wow, that's a really profound insight, Tyla. I don't know that I've ever heard that in that way before. Well, I've never thought of that in that way before. <laughs> if we were together right now, I would literally take a little bow. <laughs> oh, dear. <sighs> so good. Yeah, it is so good. And it's like, I'm thinking about that, that energy of giving with no attachment. Like, pure giving because that's sometimes I've had these kind of huge receiving moments when it's like I've given something away and I've even had that ego thought come in it's like are you really about to give this away Mm. and then when I decide yes Mm -hmm. it's like I turn around and receive something even bigger almost immediately Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh boy life's magical so you were in a coffee shop <laughs> when you when you jumped from one reality to another one, and then what happened in that moment right afterward? I kept drinking my tea. <laughs> you were like, I'm going to play it real cool. <laughs> I kept drinking my tea and going through the numbers, like what do I need to charge for this? Because it was a new offering, right? Um, I was going to have to figure out some things. But the real exciting moment was the next day, my birthday, which, okay, 
So it's important to say that I was at Sparkling Hill for my birthday. And yes, that's a real place. <laughs> Sparkling Hill. Not only is it a real place, but you're going there for this year on your birthday again. I am. I try to go there every year on my birthday. It's just the most magical place ever. Do if there's know? one thing you need to know to know like what kind of person Caitlin is, it's that she makes it a priority to go to a place called Sparkling Hill on her birthday. <laughs> Oh my god. Do you know Swarovski crystals? Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you said it right, but I know what that is. <laughs> you know is. what I mean? I've been trying to get the wording for or the It's like one of those words that I never say out loud. Swarovski. Because it's, yeah. it is? Okay. It's like that, That what's that bridge or that subway stop in Manhattan? It's like Cascuzio or like... What? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> see? It's like one of those words that you don't know how to say, so you never say it out loud. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Sparkling Hill. <laughs> The whole place is covered with those crystals. Like the owner of Swarovski owns this place. Oh, wow. It's like this amazing place. It's like a European um, spa with like this, like, I don't know, like seven or eight different saunas and, and like steam rooms and like cold showers. It's mm. like pure magic right I up on go this there. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, we have to go together. I think that one day I'm going to actually do an event there. Ooh. So. You'll be the first to know, obviously. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, anyways, so I'm at Sparkling Hill, and it's my birthday, and I'm like, okay, today's the day. I'm going to, like, share this, you know, epic new um, offering that I've pieced together, which is, like, in my eyes, like, the most dreamiest thing that anyone could ever be a, a part of and partake in. And so I'm, I'm going into my group, and I'm like guess what? These are the three winners. And FYI, dun, 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 here's Angels of Intuition. This is like the new thing. And you know, this is who this is for. And I'm so excited. And all of a sudden, like applications started coming in and not just like one application <sighs> or two applications. There was 29 applications. So good. Like in the first day? No, not in the first day. That's in total. Um, uh-huh. so, but the whole launch took like, like I was so, okay. Cause it was December 19th. Right. So that's when we started and then it was Christmas. So I kind of had like, I would say about half of them came kind of before Christmas and the other half happened like after Christmas within the first week of January. And then I had cutoffs for applications. Um, and so kind of like in those two windows, the app. And, and I was only planning to make this for like between four and six people. It ended up being seven because, well, the people were, you know, it, that's what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But so talk about magic. Like there I was going for months, not knowing what the heck was going on, kind of going through my own journey in the darkness, like having my breakdowns, crying to my man being like what's going on like I don't understand you know like I don't get it all that stuff moving through the things feeling the feels all the haps (laughs) (laughs) and um then all of a sudden on my birthday God gives me this like epic gift I end up connecting with literally the most beautiful people in the whole world in my opinion, um, Mm -hmm. seven angels who I get to support and take to Mexico for a retreat and spend this incredible like year. I didn't even know that that was on my radar. You know, like I just, I, I didn't even realize that that was an option for me and it all came through so quick. Like things just clicked into place so perfectly. Mm. So that's, that's the magic. That's the whole thing. And, and like literally, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> that's a big statement, but like that's how much I love this program and, and it's that's how magical it is to me. That's how fulfilling it is for me. Mm. It's so I'm like so excited we're having this conversation today because I've been in that place with my business where it's like, okay, it's time for me to like know what mm. I'm doing now and feeling a little frustrated that I still don't, but lately I've been getting more clarity around like around the fact that everything is exactly how it's supposed to be. Mm. 
yes. I'm like, oh, I see what's happening here. I see the way that I'm having to learn, yeah. like, to get acquainted with this business, like, a tiny piece at, the t- at a time, because that's what I'm going to be teaching people to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, well, now this makes total sense, and now I can just be excited about it, instead of, like, sitting there wondering when my program is going to, like, be delivered to me on a silver platter, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. It's like it is being delivered on a silver platter right now. It's just a like lot of calm down platters. so you can realize that. Yeah, many, many silver platters. And isn't that even more fun? I just get to keep, keep receiving like over and over and over. Yeah. Ah. Because every time it's like so epic that probably all three of us are literally jumping up and down squealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Every platter is that good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you know what's really interesting, and I would actually love to know um, if this came up in your experience at all, is like sometimes now when I'm having these epic downloads around my business or around what I'm meant to share in the world, I it's like I get so excited and then I immediately have the impulse to try to like capture them, to try to like write them down. And I've really, really been making it a practice to like fight that impulse a little a little bit and to like take a deep breath in and breathe out and relax and be like even if I don't write this down right now it's not going anywhere um and I guess I'm wondering if you had to do any of that like kind of conscious relaxing and releasing as you were birthing this program you know what I think that I do that (laughs) to keep myself grounded. (laughs) Um, But actually, I've I've found that when I take action right then and there, in that moment, when the energy is peaking like that, when the inspiration comes through, um, that's the best way for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, for example, yesterday morning, same thing, in my sadhana, um, just like Angels of Intuition, actually, it's funny, um, I, I was meditating and all of a sudden I got this very clear download that I need to, I need to do this full moon ceremony for the people in my Facebook group. And, um, and I grabbed my pen and paper and I started writing down the ideas that were coming right away. And I think that really helped me to ground what was coming through. And I really appreciate what you're saying, too. I think that's important. I did go back into my meditation afterwards before I hopped on Facebook and let everyone know. Mm-hmm. But for me, if I don't start moving with – it's like it's almost like the wave is coming and I need to either hop on it or I miss it. And that's okay because another wave will come again. But I found that the way that I work with creation is really if I can hop on that wave and, and write things down and make things happen while it's really, really potent. Um, that's when my biggest shifts take place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that the, and like, let, like I'm curious, like, let me know. Um, the big thing about what I'm hearing from what you're saying is the piece around, it's not like you're going to miss out on something and you can integrate the energy that's coming in. Like, simply by holding space for it to integrate into yourself. Right, right. So for me, it's about like, I guess it's a little bit, I like the image of waves. So it's a little bit like if this wave isn't quite right, like if you're a little bit too far ahead of it or, you know, like I don't know if you've actually surfed, but it's like sometimes there will be a wave coming behind you and it will pick you up a little bit and then you'll be like, oh, this isn't the one, you know, (laughs) and you're like, to trust that it's okay, that you don't have to try to wave that's not quite the right wave because another one's coming. And I think for me, it's like sometimes if I jump to take action, I miss, not I miss the next wave, but I've realized that when I've done that, when I've relaxed in the moment and be like, I don't have to write this down right this second. It's that then I'll stay and often the next train of thought that I have that is related to the choice not to write it down is an even bigger awareness. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like entrusting myself that there's like more coming and that I don't have to move right now or I'm going to lose the inspiration. I end up receiving more inspiration. But it's I've had this tendency in the past to really try to grab onto things like they're a lifeline. And so I'm trying to not trying to I am learning to 
relax my grip a little and trust that even if I am not like having a vice grip on something that it doesn't mean I don't have it. Well, I think that's directly related to how you used to perceive your creativity where you thought that you didn't have any. And so you Mm -hmm. had to remember, you had to reconnect with that part of you that was like, no girl, you are like the most creative. (laughs) And so I think it's like probably as you were settling into that was probably when you were like, oh my God, I need to grab all the ideas because I'm not a creative person. So they'll never come again. And now you're learning to integrate like with the reality of like, no, you're a creative person and ideas move and flow through you all the time. And so if you just like relax, then it's all good because you're going to have more insight. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's what I think. Oh, boy. I just got so excited. (laughs) (laughs) And that was like that's a really big piece of, you know, the work that we did together this year, Tyla, like really around mastering our own unique manifestation process. I think we all have our own unique creative process and coming into recognizing like the way that the energy flows through these cycles of creation Mm -hmm. is so powerful. And that's, I mean, that's one of my greatest passions. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Because then it's like, okay, what do you want to create? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, you, know, you really recognize there's nothing that you can't create as long as you really want it at a soul level. Yeah, and when you know how the energy flows, you can relax and enjoy the process. You don't have to panic and be like, oh my God, something's wrong because I'm not receiving it right now. You can be like, oh, I know how this works. I usually receive things in waves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And if it's in between waves, I don't need to worry because the waves never stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, so much I found about That's the creation stuff. process is about relaxing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is funny. Um, earlier today, I was having a session with Jordana and we were talking about ideas and like sharing ideas because I went through this like vision thing to connect me to the soul of my business. And one of the things that was coming through in the vision of like my reality or like what's supposed to be my reality I mean supposed to be whatever you both understand what I'm saying um (laughs) it was like (laughs) the free flow of ideas and like when I get an idea telling it to someone so that we can either so that like so we could either co-create it or we could look at it and be like that's not the idea and then like Mm -hmm. set it aside and that way it's like not too much or too little energy to any one thing but just the right amount. So like really taking it out, looking at it, talking it through with someone and then not necessarily deciding like, okay, well, we're going to do this now, but seeing what would come from it then. And what was coming through was that I had, I used to do that, but then the idea wouldn't go through. And so I started to feel like a flake because I would be like, oh, that idea didn't, that idea just fell apart. Nothing came of that. Um, And then like releasing that and being like, well, that's okay because it was just an idea (laughs) I never like told like I never decided that it had to be that thing the next day it had to exist um so yeah so it's interesting that now we're having this conversation Uh you just sent me a great idea right before we got on the phone oh yeah that like came through that was like the incubator thing is that what you're talking about Mm -hmm. I was like I don't even know what I (laughs) told you Um, but yeah, that came like at the end of our session where it was like very clearly seeing, cause part of the vision that I was getting was this like community of women who were like working together and sharing ideas and collaborating constantly and like being like, oh, you know, like Tyler, you came to me with this idea and Caitlin, you came to me with this idea and you're both basically saying the same idea. You guys should connect. And, like, doing that sort of, like, connecting people and, like, whatever. And Mm -hmm. after I shared all of that with her, then, (laughs) um, and I had also shared as part of it, like, being in this, like, really sacred actual physical space. So it was, like, this really sacred space that could be, like, we could have full moon circles in it. And then the next day it's, like, a boardroom. And then the day after that it's, like, a dance party, you know, whatever. So I was, like, talking about that. And then 
she uh, at the end shared like what was really coming through me as you were talking about all those things was like UE unmuted expression is an incubator or can is would like to be an incubator an incubator for these like magical source-based businesses where like you're providing services for them but then also there is like a physical space where people can always come to and that's part of what you're providing and I was like oh my god this sounds like the most fun it sounds like just pajama parties all the time <laughs> Yeah, I'm immediately like, sign me up for that. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fun. Well, what's I so it, come play. Yeah. What's so interesting is it was coming up for me, Caitlin, as you were talking, and no, it wasn't. It was coming up with Sally was talking, but it applies to the idea of sisterhood, too, because I've had an experience. It's so funny. I just moved through this where I was. Someone had sent me a video. Well, Meredith, Meredith, friend of the podcast, episode four. <laughs> Uh, had sent me a video and I was going to turn her video into an article. I was going to not just transcribe the text, but, you know, like really rework it into a freestanding piece of writing. And the analogy that she had used in the video didn't work in writing because you couldn't see her. (laughs) And it was like there was physical components to it. And immediately I had an understanding of an analogy that I was like, ooh, that's my analogy around this same thing to use later in my own work. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, ooh, I need to email her. And I want to tell her that, like, I can promise I'll never, like, quote, unquote, steal her stuff. But I can't promise that I won't be inspired and then go use that. And so I was, like, having this whole experience around what's mine versus what's hers. Mm-hmm. And then... I went back to the writing and I couldn't find the appropriate analogy to use in written form. And then I was like, you know what? I should just use the analogy that just came through. Mm -hmm. And then I had the voice inside my head be like, oh, but that's mine. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, my God, there's no such thing. We're all one. It's all source (laughs) energy. I'm just going to use this and I'm going to use this and give it to her and let her like put her name on it because I don't care. And it's so interesting, Sally, when you were talking about like if two people have similar business ideas connecting them, I think that a real knee-jerk response that's so prevalent in our society would be like, that's my idea. Mm -hmm. And so like creating a space where you can connect people and it is that thing is like, you know what, in this work, which I think is just light work, and one of the easiest ways to like talk about it is like we're all light workers. There's no such thing as mine or yours. And Caitlin, the way I think that pertains here is that like that's been such a prevalent component of the angels of intuition sisterhood. It's like mm-hmm. your growth is my growth. Mm-hmm. And if I have a huge awakening and I tell you about it and it spurs something huge for you and you need to go talk about that to your clients, like that's 100% fine because we're all in this race together. There is no me versus you. Yeah. Totally. And you know what else too is having like in addition to that, I think such a such a big part of this this movement that we're all a part of is feeling safe to say I've got this trigger coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's this there's this fear for me that like I'm going to say, you know, share this thing and then I'm not going to have an idea for myself and or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. these these thought patterns that are coming up for clearing as we move out of this old way of being, these right. old paradigms, right? Because well, it's and all like, scarcity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's like we're we're done. We're done like that that mm-hmm. needs to be done. And so have such honor for those of us who are willing to express and be so authentic and vulnerable and sharing as these things come up because the moment that we do within that safe container it's completely diminished it's transmuted it's gone right and then it's like whoa you open up to so much more it's like what you were talking about earlier where um when you give something and then all of a sudden it's like there's, you know, there's this space for so much more to come through to give. Mm-hmm. One, one of the visual things that has really come through for me around the idea of sisterhood and being in, in a container of sisterhood is this idea of a relay race. And it's mm-hmm. like we're all like doing a sprint and passing the baton. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then one of us gets to rest while someone else runs for a second. 
And it's like, that's such a different way to look at it than being like, oh my God, this girl who's supposed to be my peer is running so much faster than I am and I'm going to fall behind. It's like, no, in a minute she's going to, you know, make the full lap and hand the baton to you and she's going to need to rest and it's going to be your turn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Totally. (sighs) Well, so Caitlin, it's been a year now. Yeah. What was the most surprising thing that came up for you this year related to Angels of Intuition? You know what? I think the most surprising thing was how much everyone in the sisterhood loved and supported each other, Mm -hmm. like me not even included. Like Mm -hmm. there's the work that I was doing with everyone individually and as a group, which was like magical in and of itself, of course. But then to see like how everyone was with each other taking, like even when I wasn't around was Mm -hmm. like, that's really what brought me to my knees. Like that was so beautiful. So touching. And even still, I mean, you know, everyone, those are lifelong friends. Those yeah. are life, those are lifelong relationships. Um, I've never seen people support each other so profoundly and love each other so much and be so encouraging and so supportive and so, so incredible. Like that was, that's the piece that really blew me away. Plus the retreat, but that's different. <laughs> the retreat was really, Okay. See, now we're doing the, I have to choose one thing again. You don't have to choose anything. You can have it all. Thank you. Yeah, but that's, that's, I think that's the thing that comes though. Because that was, um, I've been in sisterhoods and they are, they've always been so amazing. And each sisterhood holds its own magic and its own purpose for sure. Um, And even still, I was shocked at how beautiful it actually was, how much you all loved each other and held each other and supported each other. And like, same thing, like what you were saying with the baton, like one person's like not clear in this area or needs support on this day. And then there's like a whole group of people to uplift that person on that day. And everyone gets so taken care of. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's so true. I've never had relationships like these. Mm. Yeah. Like amazing. How does totally it feel amazing. to have been like the conduit for that? It feels like an honor. Mm. It feels like a, a major, major privilege. Um, and I think sometimes I actually need to to really stop and and recognize and honor myself for that because I I feel one hundred percent that I'm a channel that these gifts are coming through me and I've done a lot of work on myself to get to this point I've I have walked through a lot of fires Um, I have put in the time and done the shifts you know I've come a long way in my life and so I think that that's also a part of my ability to create and hold the space that I do and so I feel honored and I feel proud of myself Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you're saying that because someone listening to this out of context could very easily be like, well, yeah, it's easy for her. That was handed to her in meditation one day. And like, mm. look, boom, bam, delivered. And, right. and like, so it, so nothing here applies to me, you know, like that's not how it works for me. Um, and it would be really easy because we are feeling really celebratory on this call <laughs> mm-hmm. to discount like the years and years of work that you put in to prepare yourself as a vessel to receive that inspiration. Well, but I, my immediate thought is like, you also, that is how it can work for you. Regardless of how much, how much crap. Because I think that like a story that I always had in my head was like, well, I haven't suffered enough. I haven't struggled enough to Mm. be like Mm -hmm. on the winning end of this. And that's something that I've been working to dismantle and, you know, like, even with somebody like Caitlin, it it could be really easy to be like, well, I never had a drug addiction, so, like, 
I don't know that I'm worthy of like creating this thing and maybe my ideas aren't as awesome and valid because I I've never been through this terrible thing I've been through other things but like not that and like oh maybe like my version of suffering and struggle isn't good enough so I think it's like either way you know those ideas can come to you regardless of what your background is and regardless of what you've yeah. been through if you simply honor them they can come to you yeah. you can sit down in meditation one day and be like blown away by this idea and just put it into action well, and I think that what you're saying is also so gorgeous and that there is a real gift here, like an actual gift in this moment for our listeners is like, I've called out this thing, which is, which is that it could appear that Caitlin sat down one day and without any effort at all, just received this amazing thing. And, and then I've also called out that that's not the whole truth. And that there was a lot that went into that. And it would just be really a gorgeous opportunity for everybody listening to feel into what actually comes up for you individually when you are reacting to the things that we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Because it's a really good indicator. If you're like, oh, well, it's easy for her. Then that's something that you are invited to look more deeply at. Mm -hmm. You know, or if you're being like, oh, well, I haven't suffered. So I'm not preparing my vessel in the way I need to prepare it to receive something like that. Like that's maybe that's an entry point for you to look at and do some healing because it, inspiration can come and we can receive it in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is open wide enough to let it in. So, I mean, not to get all like, here's a teaching moment, <laughs> but I do think that there is some very potent energy available right here, right now. If you've been feeling a reaction to the things that we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. I appreciate everything that was just said so much. And, um, and I think the one thing that's coming to me that I'd love to also add in is that it actually is having the experience of things being simple that we're all moving into. Mm -hmm. And so coming wherever you're coming from, it doesn't really matter. That is, that is the new space that we're moving into. And it's not that you have to suffer, but you do have to move through whatever's causing the suffering mm -hmm. and, and be lifted up out of that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say too much more about that, but, um, that felt important to say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to add? That we're all coming into so many new thought patterns mm -hmm. and new belief systems that we're, we're choosing for ourselves to create a more and more beautiful reality to be in. And you're right. It doesn't really matter where you've come from, what your challenges have been. But I think what's, what's happening for all of us that we can all relate to is that we're opening up to more grace, more flow, more, more guidance, more clarity, more all of these things. And we need to move from somewhere into that. Mm -hmm. And so wherever that from somewhere is, doesn't really matter. And we can all relate mm -hmm. on that level. Um, and we're all moving into the same place, like in our own unique ways, but similar thought patterns. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love yeah, it. I love it. And when one person does it, it just makes it easier for the next person mm -hmm. because everyone's mm -hmm. work benefits everyone else. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I don't know. It's I've really been grounding out into that belief or into that knowing that like there's no jealousy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's no jealousy. Your work benefits me. Mm -hmm. Totally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what else? What else? <laughs> Say more things. <laughs> Sally, say something to us. I want to hear something from Sally. I don't know. I'm just like in delight. I'm just like sitting here. <laughs> I just keep smiling and like, like moving my head back and forth. Like, mm, this is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I, I feel like I have a segue for us and, and you know, it's like, so you've created the sisterhood and it was, I mean, in my opinion, as a member of the sisterhood, it was like massively successful and it would be really easy to just be like, okay, well, I'm going to just run the same program next year. Mm -hmm. So can you talk to us a little bit about that and mm -hmm. about what's actually happening? <laughs> yeah. So I went into 
the idea of, you know, coming into Angels of Intuition 2016 was ending in October and I was preparing for filling up the next one, doing, doing the businessy things, the visioning, the planning, the energetics, all that jazz, and came to a point where I was like, okay, I, I'm going to put this out there. Something feels a little off a little bit, but I knew that I needed to start taking action and making movement in order to come into the clarity that I wanted to be in, needed to be in. So I put it out there into the world, and it's so funny. People were excited, but the people who were most excited were my current clients. However, (laughs) all of us are like, yes, (laughs) they're like, they're like, I want to sign up again. But, um, 2016 angels of intuition included, um, a certificate for becoming an intuitive coach. So I was teaching that through, through the mastermind. And so that's what I was planning to do again for 2017. But the thing is, is I was like, I was feeling into what I really wanted and what came to me, I was like, well, what I really would love is to keep working with these people. Like, these are my favorite people. Why would I not want to keep working with them? (laughs) Um, But there was this this conflict happening because they didn't need that certificate anymore. Like, they'd moved past that. They were in a different place of their journey with their business, with their lives, with their spiritual connection and intuition and all that. So... So I had put this offering out there and gotten this huge response, the biggest ones being from my current clients, and all of a sudden something clicked for me, and I was like, wait a minute, there's a reason why this is happening, and there's something, something's coming up. And a similar thing happened actually, as soon as I was like, oh my God, I think what I need to do is separate the certification program from Angels of Intuition and have Angels of Intuition be this program for people who are more so at the level um, or in the space that, not level, but space that like my current clients are in. That's who I'd be really stoked to support through this program. So I ended up doing some, some refiguring out with that program. I added in an extra retreat. So I took out the certification, added in another retreat. So there's two retreats, which is like really exciting Mm -hmm. I can't even like I mean the retreat is always the best part I feel like of any program like any program the retreat is where it's at and our retreat for angels of intuition was so magical and as soon as you were like oh there's gonna be two next year I was like oh my god whoever is in that program is so freaking lucky so lucky Oh my God, I was so excited. And then I had a similar experience with, remember I was talking earlier at the coffee shop, <laughs> the dimension jumping? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had another experience like that and I was like, oh snap, like here it is. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I, know why things were feeling off. And, and so then I started making the shifts. I had to do a bunch of like logistical things. Sally mm-hmm. helped me to figure out my new copy, which was like, Oh my God, such a gift because me trying to write copy is like, I f- you know what it makes me think of when I was in grade three and my teacher had these crazy eyes. They would pop out <laughs> of her head. I love this teacher. She's, she's a beauty, but she was also really scary sometimes. And she would be like, do your homework. Like, do that homework. Like, she was so, she used to call us pork chops. <laughs> Wait, she, I coughed. What did you say? She used to call you what? Pork chops. You what? little pork chops. Okay, well, I that's know. kind of cute. <laughs> it was, it wasn't in the cute way, though. It was scary. Like, but she also... little pork chops. No, 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 no. Like, eyes bulging out of her head, chasing after us, pork chops. But I will actually say that she was also one of the most influential teachers of my whole life. So she, she kind of had two sides to her. I really, really loved that lady. Some of the best teachers do. <laughs> I know. I know. I get that. Anyway, it, it just gets better and better and better, doesn't it? Because what ended up happening is I relaunched Angels of Intuition with the new shifts. Intuitive Coaching School is going to be a different program that will happen, whatever, next year sometime. I'm not sure yet. And three of the beauties from last year's Angels of Intuition are joining me again for this year's, plus <laughs> other other new people. And that's like, and we get two retreats. Like it, <laughs> mind blown. Like how, who comes up with this shit? Like it's so good, you know? Like 
Well, oh, and I mean, goodness. to be very clear with everyone, I am doing it next year, yeah. Angels of Intuition 2017, so and so is Sally. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I think a lesson for me here is, like, and for anyone who has a business, what if your business really just involved you getting to spend a lot of time with clients who actually are your favorite people on the face of the planet, <laughs> <laughs> like us getting to have you on the podcast today, mm-hmm. like, that's your reality. And mm-hmm. you're making, I mean, more money than I've ever made yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. Very big yet there. I'm really clear that the money is coming my way right now, so... <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I think that the more that we tap into, like, what our gifts are, what actually brings us the most joy, like, what we really, really want, what would, you know, this is the word for me lately, delight. Mm. What would delight you? Yeah. Like, what would actually delight you? Well, and I feel like, yeah. Oh, go ahead. As we, as we tap into that, like, as we get, like, get into the energy of being delighted and passionate, like, well, what you were saying about the income, because I know money is something that so many people are so challenged with, but like it's, it flows, it flows and it flows and it flows. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. as I've tapped into like what really lights me up, um, that the money's match that frequency, like that the money's poured in. Mm-hmm. Well, what I was going to say is it's so interesting because I feel like I've heard a million coaches say like, think about in your business, like what would really bring you pleasure or like, and I think that in the past, the place that my mind has gone is like, what would bring me pleasure that I also can imagine being possible with what I currently understand as how business functions Mm. rather than, okay, what would really bring me pleasure regardless of whether or not I think it's possible and I could make money that way. Yeah. And then seeing what comes through. I agree. I think that's so key. Like, and starting to do whatever that thing is because as you start to do it, the energy will start to open up and Mm -hmm. you'll be shown what you don't know yet. You'll be shown what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like just move toward the thing that excites you. Yeah. Like my birthday giveaway. I was like so excited. I was excited because I was going to be hanging out with people that I love. I was going to be sharing these fun gifts, like channeling messages and help. Like I love that stuff. Like that's so much fun for me giving presents away that's like the, <laughs> so fun getting presents is fun too but giving is maybe even better yeah. sally loves giving presents i do away. i like oh. i'm okay with receiving presents i mean that's great it's just not one of my love languages but gifting oh my god it's like yeah. the best thing it's so funny because whenever <laughs> i send you something in the mail i feel like you never even get excited really. i do i mean i like it i love it <laughs> but like <laughs> giving people gifts is just like about a hundred times better than that <laughs> I wonder if we can all open up to have as much pleasure and joy from receiving gifts as we do from giving yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's a juicy challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. I feel really confident in my ability to do that, too. <laughs> but you love getting gifts, Tyler. Yeah, I want to love it even more <laughs> so that I get more gifts. I love it. I love giving them, too. I think... I think that I probably receive more pleasure from giving a gift than I do from receiving a gift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's not as fun when the person that you're giving the gift to doesn't get that much pleasure in receiving. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, it's when the I send whole you things cycle. in the mail. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because then, like, like, I guess this year, really, more than ever before, like, things will be delayed or, like, they'll be sitting in the mailbox or they'll be trapped in DHL, like, when Caitlin sent me tapping into wealth, but I couldn't get it for, like, Mm -hmm. another week and a half. So it is pretty funny. But I'm open. And I'm open. And open. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, what else? What else is coming through for anyone? that I love life. I want to say something. Great. And this was coming up. I remember I shared, I shared my intention with you both before, but um, I want to share a little message of encouragement. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really want to remind people that, and I'm sure that you, you know, everyone would have gotten this as they've been listening, but no matter where you're at with your, creation with your purpose and tapping into it with living the life that you want to be living keep going and don't give up and use every opportunity that is presented on your path whether it's 
fun and exciting or whether it's challenging, like really, really know that it's there to support you and it is moving you into where you want to be going. It is. You're going there. Don't stop. Don't quit on yourself. It's okay to have breakdowns and all of that. But everything that's happened for me and anyone else that you see is not only possible, but is also happening for you too. And the more that we can see that we are moving in the direction we need to be moving, we are opening up to what we want, the quicker that it'll come and the more enjoyable the journey into that new life is going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that a yeah. lot. <laughs> Just a little bit of love. <laughs> I feel like this entire conversation is just overflowing with love. <laughs> I would a agree. little bit more. It's not just overflowing yeah, not with just. love. It's overflowing with love. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not minimize the love. It's pouring through. <sighs> All right. So, Caitlin, um, to wrap up, I want to invite you to close your eyes again. Okay. And take another deep breath. And feel into where you are now as you reflect on a year ago today. And from that space, share with us in one word how you're feeling. I'm feeling grateful. Deeply grateful. And if you could speak to yourself a year ago today, speak to her directly from the woman that you are today, what would you say to her? Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) You can have as many words as you need. (laughs) That's good for me to know. I would, I would be like, it's going to be so good that your mind is going to be freaking alone I would I would tell her to have so much fun I would tell her how amazing she is and to prepare for everything that she's ever dreamed of and even more than that because that's how good it's going to be yeah and I would say good job you're doing awesome (laughs) you're doing awesome keep going you're rocking it yeah (laughs) You are rocking it. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for coming to talk to us. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, I can't really imagine a more fun couple of people to spend an hour with, literally. Mm -hmm. Yay. And you get to spend a whole year with Mm -hmm. us. (laughs) I know. In Angels of Intuition 2017. I'm so excited for the magic. Here comes the squealing. I'm, like, so excited I might, like, pee my pants. (laughs) Oh, my Uh, gosh. We're going to have such a good time. We are going to be in Mexico together in March. Oh, Oh, so soon. By the time this comes out, that'll be, like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So excited. Well, Caitlin, if anyone listening wants to learn more about you and the work that you do in the world – and how they can work with you or how they can be in your energy in other ways, how can they find you? Well, they can definitely find me at my website, which is CaitlinEdgar.com, spelled K-A-T-E-L-Y-N-E-D-G-A-R.com. And if you're a lady friend, (laughs) then you can find me. Um, Well, I mean, anyone can find me on Facebook, too. Caitlin Edgar Intuitive Coach. Um, But I also have a really, really awesome Facebook group called Mm -hmm. Intuitive Co-Creators for for the lady friends. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty magical space. Really, really beautiful people in there. It's the best. And there are all these fun prompts, and sometimes there are giveaways. And sometimes we have virtual dance Mm -hmm. parties. Mm, I loved that. I didn't participate, but I enjoyed watching everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Right now, this might be inappropriate, but what I want to say is, I kind of want to spank you for not doing a dance video. <laughs> That's the most appropriate. Oh, my. It is appropriate. And on that note, we'll end the podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sally, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Sally Simply on all social media, um, including Pinterest. I started pinning again. 
And uh, they can find me at sallymercedes.com or unmutedexpression.com, which I'm sure will be a th- both thriving websites by the time this airs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you're going to have your incubator all yeah, set it's up. it's going to be the best. I'm going to have investors. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be the bomb.com. Great. And I am at tylafowler.com and Tyla Fowler on all the social media. You can follow our podcast, you know, anywhere. <laughs> we go under the handle a year ago podcast. So yearagopodcast.com, yearagopodcast on Gmail, and, well, it's not what I meant to say, but we are on Gmail. Mm-hmm. You can send us an email. You can. Uh, whatever, y'all know. <laughs> you can also follow <laughs> Zena Hell, uh, who sh- provides our intro-outro music at Z-Y-N-A-H-E-L, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud. <sighs> All of the things. Right. So much connection. All the haves. <laughs> <laughs> All the haps. All right. Well, until next time, guys. Mm. I love you guys so much. Love you you too. And listeners, love you. Thanks for being with us. It's really been a pleasure to have your energy here with us today. Mm -hmm. Love it. Peace out. Bye. Bye.